yo, what up? This belief, and you're listening to testimony, a musician's story. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, look, we never miss a beat. My flows are roller coaster. Whoa, they hold on to your seats. Ah, but my last WV, no wonder they weak in the knees. Sipping the holy water at 212 degrees at East. Chill. Wait a minute, your boys don't want to freeze. Cause I am 13 below sea level. Melanin to cover my face just like peekaboo. I've been looking for competition like Scooby, Scooby Doo. Where are you? Where are Ah, uh, I let my dog off the leash and he bit the mailman. I took the mask off his face and it was the same. Man, trying to sell me some bars I said, what are you in hell at? And don't you know that I got enough rhymes to write a lecture? And don't you know that I've been in my prime Since I first met you when MC on my record I knew that he could take the pressure I bet your bottom dollar if you add up all my hours You and I would get devoured by some time of cryptic powers Putting rappers on pedestals but they could be some cowards Giving pearl necklaces when she deserves some flowers <laughs> Real life douchebag but I'm adored They know me as the internet father figure Real life douchebag a few months ago, I interviewed Belief. I uploaded the actual studio version of his vocals onto our server and forgot to do a second backup onto my external hard drive. Normally, it isn't a big deal because it's on our server. But unfortunately, after that, our server crashed. So everything is all gone, including the crisp studio version of Belief's vocals. Luckily, I do a backup recording that captures both our voices, including my mm-hmm's and uh-huh's that I naturally vocalize while people are speaking. Instead of me editing all that out, and because our conversation was so great, I thought I would do something different and let y'all hear our combo. This is our second episode featuring Belief. The first was a couple years ago when we told his testimony. You can use our search engine at testimonystories.com to listen to that. This is a catch-up interview where he discusses his web series and his last rap album. I like to take the time to welcome everybody. <laughs> See, my name is Belief, and I'll be your narrator, your orator, and the star of the show. <laughs> now, the name of the album is called Belief in Fatherhood, and it's spelled B-E-L-E-A-F, not B-E-L-I-E-F, because we don't lie, baby. It got the word lie, and we don't do that, huh? We don't lie about nothing. We need you to believe. I want to focus the first part on you being a husband and father. And I'm curious to know what your definition, your personal definition of success is as a husband and father. That's a lot of, it's a lot of like context to all those different things. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. Yeah. You know, success, we really won't know success until, you know, I'm well beyond being a father. Mm-hmm. I think success being as from a father's perspective is having children who turn out to be like amazing adults. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. That's the real test of like my fatherhood or my, my wife and I's parenting. If we can, you know, recreate what we're, what we become, you know what I'm saying? So recreate good people, I guess, that are self-controlled, uh, know how to control their finances and, 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 you know, can work well in society. Mm-hmm. Uh, me being a husband, the real success there has more to do with my wife <laughs> and her telling you, you know what I mean? Um, so sometimes I drop the ball as a husband where I, where I hold it as a father and other times, you know, I hold it as a, as a husband and drop it as a, as, a, as a father. So I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Success looks, success looks different. You know, um, it doesn't really have a, a, it's not painted one color. You know what I'm saying? It's like this masterpiece mm-hmm. overall that, you know, has been worked on for years, you know? So I guess, you know, having, making great adults, you know what I'm saying? And then having my wife 
uh, be able to, you know, give me a high five at the, at the end of the day and say that she was loved well. What would you say the challenges are of you living out being a husband and a father when you didn't grow up with that? I think the challenge is that I'm kind of, I'm not walking completely blind. My, my dad had uh, joint custody, so I spent time with him uh, during the summertime. It just wasn't like a, a very like residual relationship with me and him. And so um, I feel like some of the best parents that I know or some of the most attentive parents I know um, had kind of like a peculiar upbringing where something was missing or things weren't ideal. And so they pay more attention to the parenthood aspect. And so uh, me having a lack of my father being present with me definitely fuels a lot of my motivation toward being present with my children. So um, it gives me a little bit more gusto toward that. But it also has me thinking about other people who don't have fathers because um, I'm, you know, being a father doesn't mean I'm just a father to my children. That means I, I have the heart of the father. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a heart to take care of other people as I would my own children, you know? And sometimes that means I have to pursue my father with the heart of a father, which is really awkward. Ain't this life perfect? I took my time and I got a mind full of Spurgeon. Still potty mouth all day, I've been cursing. People look down on me, but that's all surface. I'm surfing with sometimes potty train pissing and they cannot ain't breaking volumes the game, cause money ain't a thing. Baby mama on the couch nursing. I used to write love letters to her, not in cursive. She was curving. All them curves that I don't deserve, she was irking. Walking while she working, I was watching, I was lurking. I would bump into her on purpose. Skirt. Tire screeching, stopping short, disc golfing is my sport. Never missed a man, though. That is mandatory. Playing with my pops, don't trust him with the scar sheet. I don't wanna go platinum, I just want plastic. I just want the chains they land when I hit the basket. Ah, ain't this life perfect? I just woke up and drank a cup full of purpose. I've been feeling calm when this life is a circus. I believe in me now before I was worthless. Ah, ain't this life perfect? They didn't see me coming up, they thought I was nervous. Why the Belief in Fatherhood web series? The Belief in Fatherhood web series has so many different reasons, you know, like so many different whys as like, this is a good idea because, you know, um, one of those things is obvious is that uh, it, it's a good thing for my kids and I to look back on and we'll have photo albums, but we'll also have these movies that we created together, you know, um, and my family, my wife as well, she'll be able to be a part of like, wow, this will always be around, you know, as long as the internet's up and people have access to these files, my great, 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 great grandchildren will be able to see what I was like, you know, and they'll be able to see, oh, wow, this is why we're doing this, you know, so I kind of feel like it gives power to my legacy, you know, my, my future family to come. And then there's this epidemic of, oh, black parents or black dads never stick around, you know, this, this mm -hmm. stigma that black men have inside of the home and uh you know i i'm like here to like totally break down the walls of that like saying that's not true and this is how we do exist you know um and then the counterpart to that is that i believe that as well as an 18 year old kid knowing that you know i honestly believe whenever my friends were like yo y'all i'm about to have a baby you know it was like a death sentence we were like oh man i'm sorry to hear that you know, like hmm. it was a stigma toward being a, a parent and being a father. So um, the reason why we all believe that that was a bad thing is because we didn't have any evidence that it existed. So hmm. 
my point for belief of fatherhood a lot of the times is just to be proof that it's possible. Not that this, we are a perfect family or everything is kind of like, you know, peachy and fun and, you know, everything ends like the episode of the Cosby show, RIP, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but it's like, yo, this dude is like an example of, yo, I, I could be a dad. You know what I mean? And, it, and I don't have mm-hmm. to be a perfect dad, but all I have to do is just be there and be there with my kids. It's not that, you know, I, you don't know how many emails and comments I get of saying like, yo, I never wanted to be a father, but I watched this and now I'm excited to be a dad. You know what I mean? And it's because people yeah, don't have amazing. the proof, you know? And mm-hmm. so what's crazy about that is that, you know, my mom wanted to abort. Well, she didn't want to abort me, but her family was edging her to abort me because she had, she got pregnant at 15. And so mm-hmm. that... I would grow up in a single parent home and then like my life is now advocacy of life. So I was supposed to not be here through abortion. And now I'm an advocate for children being born. So did you have any reservations you and your wife about putting your family out there publicly? Definitely. Definitely. Um, You know, as a culture um, growing up in my culture is that we, in my household, uh, is that we have issues inside the house, but when we step outside the house, everything looks well done. You know, mm-hmm. um, everybody's got lotion on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's clothes <laughs> are nice. Um, you know, we all know how to act when we're outside, but it's dysfunction in the home. And so mm-hmm. um, when my wife and I first got together, she wasn't as transparent as she is today. I would say like, yo, that's it. let's get a mentor couple so we can have someone to go to with our issues. And she's like, well, I don't want people in my business. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, well, yeah. how the hell are we supposed to get free if we don't, you know? And so that was something that she really had to open herself up to. Um, and for a while it was like, nah, nah, nah. And I was like, nah, too, because I grew up in that culture as well. But then I realized mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, as believers, we're not meant to be like in the dark, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we're not, we're meant to shine. And so that means that our lives are kind of on display, you know? And um, it's very unfortunate because the second video I put out, uh, you know, kind of went viral, you know, it had like a hundred thousand views in like three days out of nowhere. It was crazy. And mm-hmm. all these people started coming, these unwanted guests, uh, so to speak, started coming to my page, uh, the YouTube series saying like, oh man, like, you know, N-word this, you know, a lot of like, mm. you know, like really like bad yeah. language, very like, oh, he'll be gone in a week uh, and, you know, stuff like that. And I, I started to get angry and then I realized how important it was for me to prove these people wrong because they actually believe this about black people. Like they believe that we are going to leave our families. That's not a joke. It's a real belief, you know? And so I'm like, yo, oh, wow. Like, I started to have compassion and like felt sorry for them because they don't know anything better, you know? And so, uh, it just kind of fueled me more. So yeah, it's, it's kind of awkward, like being out in public, getting recognized and people want to take pictures with your kids. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, if you're an assertive person, you know what I mean? Like me, like I'm very involved and I'm like, nah, man, you can take a picture with me, but don't take a picture with my kid. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah. know you, they, you know, I'm very vocal about that type of stuff. And so it is awkward, but it, it's uncomfortable. Our whole lives are uncomfortable. And so the whole point is that, we don't try to be like any celebrities or anything like that, but people are going to see it as that because they don't know any better. But honestly, it's like, yo, our uncomfort is going to bring freedom to someone else. So you mentioned the second episode having, you know, like over a hundred K hits. Obviously it was unexpected. 
but you had to expect some sort of audience when you put it out. Like, what were you initially thinking when I put this web series out? Like, the type of audience and how big it would be versus what actually happened? Um, you know, I have an issue with this because for me, the only person I've ever watched on YouTube is Casey Neistat. You know, besides an occasional music video here and there. Um, but Casey Neistat is the guy who's like, every video he puts out is like a million views in like a day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was looking at myself like, dang, man, I suck at this. You know what I mean? Like after a year and I'm like, I got like 10,000 subscribers and or less than a year. And people are like, yo, you're blowing up. And I'm like, man, this is taking forever. It's because mm-hmm. I was comparing myself to this huge entity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I can't really say that I am like, oh, we're doing it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think success, I don't, I don't think successful when I see my numbers, even though other people mm-hmm. are like, yo, this is crazy. Um, and that's like, you know, some people would say that's ungrateful, but I just feel like, you know, um, I know the content that I have to bring forth and that I have to, to offer compared to the other people out there. And it's so unorthodox and different that I understand it's going to take a while. Um, so I'm kind of like waiting for a million. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, okay. I'm like, I need to get a million subscribers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. what I'm thinking because I feel like the content is, is, is really that good. I don't know how many episodes I'm like, yo, stop touching your butthole. You know what I'm saying? Like, but not a lot of people do that because they want their kids to seem perfect. Okay. <clears throat> so I just sat down talking to one of my students about his relationship with his dad. And it just really made me appreciate you and your desire to be present in our boys' lives. So I just want to say I love you and I appreciate what you do for our family and I love the way that our boys adore you. And I want you to know that I adore you probably even more than they adore you. But anyway, that's all. I love you. I hope your day is going well. The roles are reversed. And I honestly believe that, you know, women are better at this job, you know, inherently, like more organized, cleaner. I'm, I'm a stay at home dad, but like barely, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm def- she's definitely way better than I am at this if she was to stay home, you know, uh, but she loves her job too. You know, even though I do think that she wants to come home. The problem is though, is that um, in- inherently I feel like less than or I don't have enough say because I don't make enough I don't make as much money as she does you know Mm -hmm. and that's a pride issue and so you can hear it come out in some of our conversations you can hear it come out in some of you know sometimes I'm fighting for my rights and I don't feel like I'm appreciated like you know like if you ever have like see a show and then um you know like the the roles are reversed and then the guy's like well you didn't you didn't you didn't even say the food was good. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. the stuff that women would usually trip over. Um, yeah. And that's how I am 24 seven. So like, I'm, I'm like on Facebook scrolling down and it's like this woman comes home from work and it's a video. And she's like, I mean, this, this guy comes home from work and you know, he's talking to his wife and she's like, you know, you don't appreciate what I do all day. And I relate more to women now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I advocate for women staying home because I know how powerful that position is. Like mm-hmm. I advocate for men like, yo, don't give your wife a hard time when you come home and then ain't ready Fool, you should have picked up some food on the way home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I advocate for that because I know how it is. So yeah, it's totally a power struggle. And it's definitely a place where I'm not, I'm uncomfortable, you know, 
Um, and like a lot of like our issues in, in our own home and our own marriage stem from my pride. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or I don't feel like I'm doing, I'm getting enough appreciation or I need a day off, you know, or um, I'm sacrificing. You know what I'm saying? Or I feel yeah. this and this and this. First off, R.I.P. Fife Dog, you gave me light bulbs, ideas, ideally around with lights off. You and I too, I just whisper unity, Jamaica on my jewelry, cause I'll only rep what's in my community. Matter of fact, play this after my eulogy, I need all the people who say they love me to be looking in the sky. They say it take a village to raise a child, and now I know why. I never could do it without my tribe, 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 tribe. They say it take a village to raise a child, huh? And now I know why. Cause it's all about my tribe, 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 tribe. They say it take a village to raise a child, huh? And that ain't no lie. And you have a Patreon account, right? Uh, yeah. So it's patreon.com uh, backslash. B-I-F, so stands for Belief of Fatherhood. And uh, it's it's awesome. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing it for since November, and we're, um, we got like 800 bucks a month. And again, my numbers are like big picture. I'm like, okay, I need a 1,000 patrons, $5 a month in order to, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to like mm-hmm. bring my wife home from work. Um, but this is like really cool because people are really attaching to the movement and then they identify with it. Um, and so there they get like longer videos, they get exclusive content, um, they get everything that, basically other people that will have to wait or pay for and also they get like updates you know what I'm saying so stuff going on in my life that I'm like you know I really don't tell anybody um, that mm-hmm. those people would know before anybody else mama said there be days like this mama said gotta make a way out of no way if I pray hold on wait a minute when I bow my head do I say it like this hey life is like a box of them chocolates you never know what you're gonna get but I have done some things and then I had regrets I mean they say I'm blessed Will I see it manifest? Times are hard and this money's low. Geez, now's a good time. Look, I'm ready to go. Knees on the flow and my hands together. Both eyes are closed. Nobody doing it better. And our Father up in heaven, hallowed be your name. Can you send me money so I can make it rain over here? I know I don't deserve it, but I need to know you care. I gotta know the way to go to reap it. So I know you know I need to grow. And honestly, I really got no place to go. And even if you're giving me another way to make the door, I promise you I treat it right. I know that it's debatable. I had a little money, but I had no motivation though. Show me the way to go Trying to make some money for the house Nowadays it's all my life's about See I've been scared to check my bank account One way or another we gon' make it out Say it with me We gon' make it out 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 And what about future goals? My my goal is is far-fetched Big picture I want people, I want men to believe that they can take care of their families, no matter what society says, no matter what their baby mama says, no matter what their dads did. I want men to believe that they can. I want women to be excited about future prospects of husbands, because there are some great men out there um, that just keep getting friend zoned. You know what I'm saying? And (laughs) then um, I want kids to like realize like, yo, you don't have to be what you had. You can be better than what you had. You know what I mean? Um, so my goals are humanitarian goals. They're very little to do with numbers and stuff like that, even though it's like, of course, we need things to stay afloat. Um, I want to do movies. Like, I want to do very interesting vlogging-style movies that have to do with telling people's story. What's your personal definition of success as an artist? 
Um, I'm kind of burnt out by music, honestly. You know, I, I've, I've been doing it as a job for so long and as a means to make money, I kind of fell out of love. Um, and that doesn't mean I'm not good at it. That doesn't mean that the music isn't dope. It just means that my heart, like, really can't dream that way, mm. you know? I'm just having trouble, like, having even goals. Like, I, like, the whole point of, like, being a musician is to go around and perform. And I have no desire to leave the home. I get anxiety when I leave my family and I get on a plane and I don't know if I'm going to come back. Like, I'm the primary caregiver. So, um, yeah. basically, I just want to write for other people. Like, I want to ghostwrite. I want to write. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not really ghostwriting. It's songwriting. But I want to songwrite and come up with ideas and Honestly, what, what I'm going to do is, and um, what's going to happen in the future is, um, Patreon is going to turn into kind of like a label. So everybody who gives $20 or more will get all the music up front, and they'll be able to tell me, they're going to vote and say, hey, this is what songs we want to come out to the public. This is what who we mm. want to feature on the record. This is who we want. Um, they get to choose beats. They get to choose concepts for songs, videos, all that stuff. And so I want to leave the Patreon. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that's dope because it sounds like it would be super challenging for you. Right. It's not right. your regular so run-of-the-mill process. Exactly. Because I'm getting, I'm getting okay. bored. You know, mm-hmm. um, music isn't a challenge for me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. When, whenever someone hits me up like, y'all need a verse, I'm, I pretty much knock it out in a half an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not like anything I'm like, you know, challenged at. So uh, I just need something to kind of put faith back in it for me. And I, I just want to make music for people who love it and so i feel like the people who are on patreon like love me and they love the style Mm -hmm. they love the music so they're willing to invest in it and that's proof to me so i'd rather give them a hundred songs a year or you know whatever and never put anything out to the public Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'd rather just give it to the people who want to pay for it let's talk about dream junkies the past couple of years you guys were traveling all over and drop some cool projects. Could you tell me some some highs and lows of just the, the last few years being doing the whole Dream Junkie thing? Uh, man, you didn't open up a, a can of worms here. <laughs> um, yeah, Dream Junkies. Uh, John, my brother-in-law, Ruslan, one of my closest friends. Um, we, we make good music. You know, John's got all the style and the unction, you know what I'm saying, that comes along with being a, a great artist. Ruslan has all the business savvy, and I'm very technical. Any other uh, collective project, I don't believe there exists that something that sounds like so cohesive as us three. So mm-hmm. um, uh, I think I think what happened was um, we were, uh, we all like on different planes, you know what I'm saying? Um, just because something is good for you doesn't mean that it's, it's the best thing, you know, and that's kind of yeah. where we all ended up at. Uh, John, um, I feel like was misrepresented a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Um, and to be like, oh, so. super Christian, like super Christian rapper dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I think Ruslan kind of saw things a little different, you know what I mean? Where he wanted to like, you know, really help John become this guy and John wasn't really saying what he wanted so much, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of in the middle, just watching everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like listening to both sides, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and so, you know, the thing is about me and both of those guys, our relationships are so together, you know, like I'm close with John and I'm close with Ruslan. If I have an issue with both of them, I go with, I go to them and we fight about it. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but those two, I don't know if their relationship was ever as tight as me and you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, so it would leave room for kind of like assumptions and, and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And so, yeah, man, like the music, the music is great, but who cares if friendships are at stake, you know? And yeah. so, um, that's kind of what we had to come in, you know, boil it down to. And uh, after we did the Soul Rebel tour, I was the one who said, hey, man, we're not doing this again. This is the last year in Junkie album. I'm not doing this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there were some things that happened and stuff that transpired. I was like, oh, man, like I'm not feeling like I'm not feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you know, let's let's be honest here. John is the rock star. You know what I'm saying? And he knows he knows it, but he's not arrogant about it. We needed John more than he needed us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't mm-hmm. the type of dude to be like, ah, oh, man, like, if we just stick with this thing and just keep going, then we'll make it. Because the same thing happened with the breaks years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If we would have kept going, we would have made it. And so, like, I just didn't want to get to where we were headed and hate being there and hate the people I was with. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. uh, it's more important to have to keep those friendships. You know what I mean? I hope that explains it. No, it does. With the breaks, weren't you the one? I was like, this is like it. This is the last album or whatever. I'm always the guy to be like, and hey, yo, nah. <laughs> I'm always the dude like, yo, nah, nope, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Um, everybody else was kind of like, all right, I'm going to see what happens. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. I'm lying to y'all. I want to be out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm the only guy kicking dudes out of groups. I'm the bad, I'm the <laughs> bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the bully. And so yeah. everyone should know that, like. You know, John didn't leave because, like, he left, like, oh, I'm mad at y'all. Like, he, like, literally had other things to do, better things to do. And I was like, yo, you should get the heck up out of here. Like, you right. should not do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's Big Brother talk. That's not yeah. dream junkie talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. For sure. Big Brother, brother-in-law talk. That's good looking out. Put some mice on that. Put some mice on that. Put some mice on that. I got no chill, no back. I put some mice on that. Put some mice on that. Put some mice on that. I got no chill, no back. I got no chill, no back. Got no chill, no back. Got no chill, no back. The album is the last one, which means it's, I'm not like quitting like music, but I yeah. am quitting like being a traditional rap artist. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am quitting like the game and trying to get on and talk about how great I am. And I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just tired of it, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, yes, yeah, this is the last time you're going to be able to get a belief project, unless the Patreons decide like, Hey, we want to make a project, but I'm not going to put my name on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be like, yo, this is from this company. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, wow. And uh, it's, I just don't want, to be known as the, a, a rapper anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's so limiting. The album is, it, it's kind of like exactly, oh, we, hold on real quick. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go poop. Go. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the album is exactly what it, go poop, buddy. Sorry. Um, it's exactly what my season is. Basically, you know, the, a very, a very vague look into it. It's kind of like, um, it's like a funeral, but it's like the party part of it. Like if you, if you imagine okay. like, the it's not going. Dark, yeah, it's not like a dark red pills type vibe, but it's like, okay. yo, 
um, if you, when you're reading the obituary and you're reading, you're like, oh man, I didn't never know he did that. Or, I ain't never know he felt that way. It's like if you mm-hmm. got a chance to write your own obituary and then throw a mm-hmm. party. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so um, basically, hip hop is like this woman that I've been, I've had several children with, and I'm leaving her, and I'm telling them done. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of the vibe of the album. So it feels okay. like a, um, a very lyrical funeral party. <laughs> if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> It does, but definitely has me curious to hear it. How are you leaning on God or I don't know if you're asked seeking help, um, needing rest or <laughs> knowing that he's going to provide, like what are you, what is it that you're asking for God? And I guess even better, is there something that we could pray for you about or your family? Yeah. I mean, I really need my heart to change. Um, you know, with some like fundamental things in my life, you know what I mean? Um, I'm, I have no doubt that this thing is going to get big, you know, but I don't want my character to not be in the right place. Um, and so I know this about myself. I know this, my, my, my life group and my, my close friends know this about me, you know, um, Mm -hmm. my whole thing is like character, 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 but at the same time, it's really hard for me to want the change that I know that needs to happen, you know? And so, um, you know that God will activate me, you know what I'm saying, and allow me to uh, take away some of the things that I think that I I want for me, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. numbers, and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I really just really need mm-hmm. a heart change, you know, I need a heart, heart transplant. They say it take a village to raise a child, huh, and that ain't no lie. It's good, and then it's good. I got the fire, chocolate baby, waking up, life is a tire. Help me up, if you ever need the ghost wire. I wanna meet my sister, and me, it's Manaya. Baby's got the lock, and now we got the keys. God bless you, and if never got the sneeze. I was a big hat, inside a queen. If you don't fart on and you don't fart on me. Praises for Belief hitting 50,000 subscribers on YouTube since our conversation a few months ago, Lord. If it is your will, Lord, we pray for him to hit one million subscribers like he dreams. Lord, we pray that you help to rid him of his fleshly desires and expectations. Lord, as you prepare him for his next harvest, we pray that he allows you to transform his heart during the process. We thank you for Believe's heart and transparency as he gives the world a glimpse into his life as he tries to be a good father and husband while being led by you, our father. We pray these things, Lord, in your son's name. Amen. Me and Raya and Brother and Bob, my mama, my sister, and Naya. I'm a pissed out. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician's story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.